I want everyone to know that internal mobility is about empowering the employee to drive their career forward. The opportunity is there. Take a look at what talents they have. Everyone is talented. Everyone has strengths. You're not limited to what you can functionally do. Welcome to season two of the Hair's Health Heartbeat. As always, we will share heartfelt stories from leaders across our organization who bring their authentic selves to the conversation. So join us and discover how you can learn to lead with love. The beat goes on, so let's jump in. Welcome to Harris Health Heartbeat. This is Ashley Smith, your host for today, and I am joined with Miss Jennifer Lara. She is a program manager in internal mobility. She works on the learning and talent management team in human resources at Harris Health. Jennifer, please introduce yourself. Thank you, Ashley, for inviting me. I am Jennifer Lara, as you mentioned, and I have been in this role for about close to two years. Great. So I have a couple of questions because I'm very curious about the work that you're doing and everything around internal mobility. This is kind of a new topic for me and maybe for many of our listeners. So are you ready to dive in? Yes. All right. So just up front, tell us what is internal mobility? Internal mobility is the movement of employees within an organization. More simply put, it's two types of movement. We either are going to move into another area or we're going to promote in our same area. Now, for Harris Health, internal mobility's aim is to strengthen staff engagement and professional well-being by establishing a transparent and efficient process for this type of movement. Can I share my story with you Please about do. my internal mobility journey? Yes. Thank you. So, I have about 23 years with Harris Health in different roles. I started within Harris Health back in the 90s as an imaging student, then became a technologist at uh, the hospitals, Bentop Hospital, and then to ACS. From then, I actually wanted to become part of the imaging school, so I applied to be an instructor, was the clinical coordinator and instructor for the school for about eight years, and then promoted into program director. The experience was wonderful. I learned a lot from the students, from my colleagues, and from the journey itself. When the opportunity came that we, Harris Health was investing in internal mobility, and it was an opportunity I could not pass. Internal mobility is a great need. I am thoroughly excited about what we're going to bring to our family members for Harris Health. That's incredible. You shared a lot. And one of the things that I am hearing from you is that we literally took the person who experienced internal mobility and are using your example and your story as the, the, the reason and the purpose for us to make a change at Harris Health so that others have the opportunity to do the same. You said you stepped in here before you even had your degree as a student. Is that right? Correct. And you transitioned into different departments. You became a program director, and now you're, you are our internal mobility. So I'm hearing a lot of things. Um, one of the things that I'm hearing that I, I really am excited about is that you didn't come to this organization with a formal background in internal mobility, yet you sit in this seat right now. That's true. I think a lot of people believe that when they apply for a position, they actually have the background. I think that's the mindset. What we have in our talent toolkit, it's what I like to call transferable skills. 
we all possess transferable skills. These are the skills that are that can be utilized in different departments, whether it's communicating, whether it's analytical reasoning, whether it's critical thinking, problem solving, teamwork is a transferable skill. Um, organizing different venues or events, all of that is a transferable skill. And how we can apply that to another role is important for everyone to know that they are capable of doing it. You're not limited to what you can functionally do. Hmm. Transferable skills. I'm making a note on that one. Great. I, I think after this, uh, we should all sit down and read our resumes and look at the work that we do and really focus in on those skills, it sounds like, and not necessarily the function of the job. Correct. And I do have some tips for that as we progress further down. The it is important to highlight your transferable skills because these are the skills that you are continually developing every day as you experience your work journey. What might be a way that someone could highlight a transferable skill? Transferable skills should always be highlighted on your resume in a different section. We don't want those to be uh diminished in your work experience. So when a recruiter looks at your resume or a hiring manager looks at your resume, you want those words to be short and bold. You want them to stand out and then you want to go further into your work experience to support why you have excellent communication skills, for an example. Good, good tips. So um, I'm just curious, I'm excited that Harris Health recognizes this opportunity and that we're doing this, but what happens if an organization doesn't do this? Well, we know firsthand that turnover is high and recruiting costs go up when turnover is high. And this can cost us in the millions, excess of millions and millions of dollars. So with having a national trending staff shortage and cost is going high, we can't afford not to look at internals talent. Are other organizations doing this? Yes. However, the one unique idea about internal mobility, it is not a set standard practice. There are customizations to every internal mobility um, department or practice out there. We are looking at evidence-based research from expert organizations, consulting firms, other public health organizations that utilize internal mobility. And my role is to make sure that we're bringing the best practice here for our family members. Great. So I know personally, I haven't updated my resume in a long time. <laughs> and I, I'm hoping I'm not alone in that. Well, no, I'm not. I hope people are updating their resume. But if others haven't, and they can relate to that. So if I go and I, I, I I make some changes and I move my skills out and I highlight them in a section so that they stand out and I reflect that in the examples that I use when I describe what I accomplished at my job and I submit my resume for an application, can I feel confident that someone will know that that is the the trend, that's where resumes are going and that's what it should look like and and they won't get it and say, why am I looking at skills? Updating your resume is important. I think that is something that is overlooked. And we have to remember that resumes are speaking on our behalf. They are our first impressions. So highlighting your transferable skills is important. 
But the other thing I tell everyone that I encounter, one resume does not fit all roles. If you are seeking a career goal that has specific functionality, you want to customize your resume to meet those job description duties. That's that's great. That's good advice. So along those lines, what are some of the mistakes that employees might make when they're applying for internal positions? I think the biggest encounter or oversight that I see is not having the match. And I'm going to use the word match a lot. When you when we have a resume and the job description, we want to fairly have an equal type of balance, meaning the job requirement is there. We want the resume to reflect that job requirement. So whether it's certification, education, type specific functional um, skill that is needed for that role or years of experience, those matches need to be relatively close. What the recruiter will often do is look at those requirements first and then continue to proceed and look at you as a candidate for the hiring manager. So in the past, if I've applied to jobs and not heard back, it could have been because I didn't tailor my resume to the job that I was applying for because I was using the same resume for every application? That could be a possibility. Some other areas that I suggest to employees is the volume. Some roles are highly desirable and you may have a population of 80 plus applicants. So one thing that you do need to remember is you have to make your resume stand out. It has to fairly closely match the requirements because you are not only competing with other internal candidates, you're also competing with external candidates. The recruiter's role is to make sure the top talented candidates are seen by the hiring manager. Want to learn how to lead with love? Check out the leadership series, Leading with Love. These courses are designed to cultivate leadership among employees and support our transformation to a high-reliability organization. They are held during the first and third week of each month. Visit our learning management system to view the Leading with Love courses and schedule your learning. It's that easy. All Harris Health employees are empowered to lead in our organization. Register today. So do you have any advice that would help somebody prepare for applying for an internal position? Let's say if I'm not positive about the skills that are required or if I have them, how can I get myself ready? That's a great question. I ask everyone to pause, go beyond the title, and to look at the requirements that are related to that job description. Sometimes we get so excited about applying that not looking at it a little bit more thorough does prohibit someone from getting past that initial go. The job requirements are there for a reason. We want to make sure that we are looking at everything before we submit that application. So go beyond the title, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Is there any other advice you'd like to share if somebody was interested in an internal position? Network. Find someone in that department that you're interested in. If this is your career goal, this is what you aim to do, Talk to someone in that department. Learn more about the role. We often find that people get into a role and determine it's not what they thought it was going to be. So take time, ask those questions before you submit the application. 
And what if I have my eye on a position, but I, and I've read the description, I've gone beyond the title, and I realize that I don't have all of the skills. There is opportunity here within Harris Health. There is Saba. I love Saba. I'm not, I'm a big fan of Saba. Uh, I'll go into courses. I'll look for items that I don't know. Active listening skills. Courses on enhancing my resume. Can I just for a second, for um, anyone who's not sure what Saba is or familiar with it, would you explain what that is? Saba is our learning management system, and it also has a vast library of courses that you can take to gain more knowledge on what you're looking for. Transferable skills are important. Active listening, courses in communication, courses on resume writing, all of those courses are available to each and every employee. Great. So it sounds like I have opportunity, especially within our organization, to take courses and to build those skills that are needed. All right, so since we're talking about learning how to enhance our skills or learn new skills, I want to learn more from you. Tell me a little bit more about upskilling and reskilling. Upskilling is a term that basically talks about the type of transfer. This is a promotion. When you're moving up the ladder, this is where you're gaining more scope of responsibilities. You're enhancing your leadership type of skills, which are very important for promotional or professional growth. Reskilling is when you obtain a different type of skill. You may gain from taking on extra projects, taking on different events or experiences or going through a workshop or going through a course. Usually we'll see reskilling efforts when you're moving in a lateral direction, meaning you're not promoting, but you're going into another department or another area of your own department where you have a new experience of utilizations of skills. Great. And are both of those possible at Harris Health? Yes, absolutely. And sometimes you can get them both at the same time. So if you do move upward, you're going to be exposed to different types of responsibilities within that area, whether it's sharing manager responsibilities in a department or sharing leadership responsibilities within a job family. They are important. Developing those skills, whether it's upskilling or reskilling, is going to make you more valuable to the organization. We call that cross-functional types of skills, where you have the ability to go in one department, perform, and then maybe assist in another department and perform. I'm excited about this idea of making yourself more valuable to the organization. I know I've uh, personally been at Harris Health for at least eight years now and and love it. And I've had movement throughout the organization as well, which I have thoroughly appreciated. And your story, 23 years and have moved all over and being in this position now, we're opening the door for more employees to be able to do the same and I'm glad that they get to learn this information but I have a couple of other questions about that so we've all been through a lot you know COVID just it it came it, it knocked us out we're seeing changes we're in this new world of telecommuting we know some have been there before but it's pretty new to us in healthcare we just were hit with this great resignation and now on the employment side we're seeing people silent quitting so while we we need to put in more effort we also see that some people are just burned out so for somebody who is feeling that exhaustion that just mental mentally tired and drained and 
I love it here, I want to be here, but I just don't know how much more I have to give. What would you suggest to them before they do walk away? That's a great question, and we do see that. And fatigue does wear the body down. It, it, it brings the spirit down, and which eventually leads to what we see as burnout. The first thing that I would tell an individual before they determine that they want to quit or leave an organization because of their present emotional state is to look at the resources that we have here at Harris Health. We have such enormous opportunity for people to take advantage of, whether it's spiritual benefits, whether it's physical, emotional, financial. Employee well-being is an important focus area for our employees. We have experts on hand that can assist anyone and everyone with with whatever they're feeling at that moment. I would encourage everyone to take that opportunity. The opportunity is there. Take advantage of it. And how can we reach out to people who may be ready for a change but not know that there are the opportunities here? We can reach out to everyone. This is a great start, so thank you very much for inviting me. The second thing that I would tell everyone is that your professional growth is really driven by you. Wherever you would like to go, the opportunities are different for everyone. One person may be looking to upskill. One person may be looking to reskill. Whatever those decisions are, the Learning and Talent Management Department is here to assist. Great, great. And... As people are upskilling and reskilling and developing their their plan for their career, it also means that some teams are going to lose people. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some vacancies because people are seeking out other opportunities, which we, we want them to do that. How can leadership support their employees? We have to have those discussions. Losing a person from your department is losing talent from the organization. When we start to change the lens of how people see people, value-added, talented, top performers. We need to nurture that. We need to help them get to where they want to go. I hear every day, I have been applying. No one's calling me back. I want to stay with Harris Health. We have to change that mindset. We have to look at internals first. We have to take managers, leaders, everyone, team members, need to recognize those values, those talents, and support, encourage professional growth. One of the most amazing things I have seen is that senior leadership supports this. After talking to several senior leaders within the organization, many of them are saying, can you come to my department and start it here? They recognize their top talent performers. They want to nurture them. They want to support them. But eventually, they want them to reach to their career goals. And that's important. That says a lot about our organization. That says a lot about our senior leadership. That says a lot about what we can do for each other and lead with love. I can recall a time being in a job and wanting to do something different and being so afraid to have that conversation with my manager. And when I finally did, their response was, you're supposed to want to grow. You're supposed to want to move into something else. If you don't grow and and transition into another position, then I'm not doing my job as a leader to support you. And that was so profound to me. and, And I carry that with me everywhere. And I want 
for other people or people here at Harris Health to also feel the same, to have that desire to go after the career that they want and also have the support from leadership. And I think everyone wants that. You don't have to be in a specific level to get that support. I think even senior leadership may want that support from their executive leaders. So everyone should get that support and growing because it's it's natural that we all want to develop and continue to grow. And but what is most rewarding is to hear that people want to stay within Harris Health. So we're doing something great. What we're working towards is just making it better. Okay, so you've mentioned a couple of times about your career here at Harris Health, and I know I've gone back to it. And 23 years, that's a lot. You also told me you've heard people say, I've applied for jobs I'm not getting any responses, but I don't want to leave this organization. And we see that a lot. We see people come into this organization and they love it and they want to stay and they feel connected to it. So I want to hear your story, Jennifer. Why do you continue to choose Harris Health? I think it's the exact reason for why not stay. I love it here. I hear it from others. I'm not alone. I love it here. I love the leadership. I love our mission. I love our vision. Considering that I come from the clinical sector over into the non-clinical sector, I've had the opportunity to experience both worlds, and I can't say that that I haven't experienced it all. Looking at my current role and having the support of senior leadership to maximize opportunities for our employees to stay within Harris Health is a blessing. This can only happen for me here at Harris Health, and I believe that magic happens here. For someone who's been listening to this conversation and the information's really resonating and they're sitting here saying, wow, this is me, what would be your final takeaway for them? I want everyone to know that internal mobility is about empowering the employee to drive their career forward. The opportunity is there. First steps would be to take a look at what talents they have. Everyone is talented. Everyone has strengths. Everyone has something to contribute to the department. Learn what that is. If you are having difficulty in discovering what that is, ask your team member. Look for those truth tellers to tell you what it is that you do well and what there is opportunity to grow from. Have those discussions with your managers. Have those discussions with other leaders. Get to know what you do on a daily basis and how you impact. Other steps would be take a look at your resume. Make sure that it speaks for you how you would like to introduce yourself. That is very, very important. Network is the next thing. Get to know others, step outside of your comfort zone, stretch your talent, and look for opportunities to gain that experience. The more skills, the more experience, the more wanting to learn and grow makes you a valuable candidate. And then learning how to express that in words is equally important. Wow. Thank you, Jennifer. You've shared so much. And I and I hear there's accountability on our parts to seek what we are interested in, to find out what the skills are, to go after them. Uh, you're telling us about all these different resources that are available. So they're at our fingertips. It's just about 
taking this on for yourself, owning it and, and going for what you want, utilizing the resources, networking, having the conversations, and then we want leadership also to show that support. Is there anything else that you want to share with us today? Yes, I'm happy to have been here to share this story, to share what we're working on behind the scenes. I want everyone to know that don't give up. It's there. Internal mobility is a journey. It may not have a fast turnaround. It is a journey towards your professional growth. Take the opportunity to go on that journey. You may just get what you want. That's great. Wow. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I appreciate you being here with us today and sharing all your knowledge. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Harris Health Heartbeat. Join us next month for another inspiring and enlightening conversation. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify so you don't skip a beat. And be sure to view the courses on our learning management system so you too can learn how to lead with love.